hello, 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 my sisters. Thank you for tuning in to the podcast of Let's Talk with the Good Doctor. Yes, honey, let's talk. Let's talk, my sisters. Let's empower each other, my sisters. Let's lift each other up, my sisters. And let's not forget that we are never to leave our sisters behind. Today's podcast, we're talking about don't don't underestimate the power of your thoughts. I'll say it again. Do not underestimate the power of your thoughts, my sisters. Whatever you predominantly focus is, that is what you permit to exist in your life. Jezebel chose to focus on his future desires rather than his present circumstances. And many of us today, my sisters, we focus on the negative and then we live in a cycle of negativity. So, my sisters, I want to encourage you today that you have to choose to focus on the positive. You have to train your mind to think on whatever is honest, virtuous, and praiseworthy. Philippians 4 and 8. Whatever is going wrong in your life is the result of what you are focusing on. If you don't like it, if you don't like it, my sisters, change your focus. In Genesis 13, 14, and verses 18, God taught Abraham something about focus. He told him to look at the territory he was giving him. He told him to walk the land in every direction and visualize the expansion of his legacy. And then he said to him, I will make your descendants as the dust of the earth, so that if a man could number the dust of the earth, then your descendants also could be numbered. What did God train him to do? He trained him to focus on the bigger thoughts. And that's what I want to encourage you to do, to focus on the bigger thoughts, my sisters. If we ever plan to change our future, we cannot focus on things or people. Let me say that again. We cannot keep focusing on people or circumstances that are smaller than what you are hoping for. Your focus will either feed your faith or it will confirm your fears, my sisters. So I want to encourage you today on this podcast to learn to think like Abraham. Think intentionally, generationally, and even globally. Yeah, I said it, my sisters. Think globally. You can never think too big. You can never think too grand or too great. So I challenge you with the words of Daniel H. Birmingham. He said, make no little plans. They have no magic to stir man's blood and probably themselves will not be realized. Make big plans, my sisters. Aim high in hope and work remembering that a noble logical diagram once recorded will not die but long after we are gone be a living thing asserting itself with ever-growing instances so this week my sisters i want you to learn to think strategically as solomon did in establishing his kingdom after david reigned i want you to think purposefully I want you to seek God's wisdom so that he can download specific timetables, so that he can download goals, objectives, resources into your mind. 
And then I want you to listen to Solomon's prayer and how God responded as recorded in 2 Chronicles. I'll read a little bit for you. It said, Solomon said to God, Give me now wisdom and knowledge to go out and come in before this people, for who can govern this people of yours, which is so great? And God answered Solomon. He says, Because this is this was in your heart, and you have not asked for possessions, wealth, honor, or the life of those who hate you, and have not even asked long life, but have asked wisdom and knowledge for yourself that you may govern my people over whom I have made you king. Wisdom and knowledge is granted to you. So mind your own business this week, my sisters, and stop looking in somebody else's yard. Stop wanting what someone else has. Learn to ask God to give you wisdom and knowledge so that you can go out and make his name great. Not your name great, my sisters. Because when you learn how to give that, God said, he said, I will give you riches, possessions, and honor. Just like the kings that came before you. And none after you shall have like. Create a creative environment this week. Your success, your prosperity hinges on what lies within your mind. What are you going to let lie in your mind? Your success and prosperity, again, my sisters, hinge on what lies within your mind. Take possession of your mind. Condition your mind to accept those thoughts and you will draw these opportunities and experiences to yourself. God wants you to live in abundance, my sisters. So you must say to yourself until this one fact becomes your conviction that God wants more for me. Know that I love you. Know that God wants more for you. He wants you to live a life of abundance. It is his desire to give you your divine universal secrets to great success and prosperity. And he holds the secret spiritual receipt for abundant living, my sisters. And know that I love you. Know that I'm standing in the gap for my sisters that cannot stand for themselves. And know that this podcast is for to empower women to reach and to never forget that God loves you and learn how to win on your own level. And know that when the food is not being served anymore at the table, learn how to get your butt up and get moving. Until next time, and until next time, know that I love you. This is the good doctor, Lisa Tabbitt. beautiful brown sisters just hello to all of my sisters out there i'm so excited that you chose to listen to the podcast of let's talk with the good doctor and as we're in the fourth quarter yes i said the fourth quarter this year is dwindling down i just want to encourage you that we must all learn my sisters the art of ordering our day yes the art of ordering our day Today's podcast, we're going to talk about order in our day. We, we're going to talk about that God is a God of order, my sisters. And as I was meditating and praying and reading Psalms 90 and 12, it says Moses made this request. 
He said, teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. You see, my sisters, we are to take into account each day. We must not squander not one moment of that day, my sisters. We must not squander the time that we have. Yes, my sisters, we're in the fourth quarter. 2019 is almost over. And we're entering into a new quarter if God says the same. So we must take into account each day. And we must not squander the time that we have on this earth. My sisters, wisdom redeems the time and makes the most of every opportunity that we have. We have all heard of Benjamin Franklin's famous quip. He says, early to bed, early to rise, makes a man healthy, wealthy, and wise. It seems really simple, doesn't it, my sisters? But seemingly, time wasters are one of the enemy's most effective tools. Yes, when the enemy can come into into our lives and make us waste our time, that's his effective tool in keeping the body of Christ off task and keeping the body of Christ out of the loop. You see, in an early time-saving modern convenience, such as the automatic dishwashers and microwave ovens, we also have major time depleters, such as the television and the internet and Instagram and Twitter. See, what would Benjamin Franklin have thought about the masses who stay up watching cable TV until all hours of the night, channel surfing from one infomercial to another because they are too tired to go to bed? Everyone in the universe, my sisters, has been given the same quantity of time. We all get 24 hours per day, whether we live in the White House or the ghetto, wherever we live, we all get 24 hours a day. So as we're entering into this fourth quarter, what are you doing with the time that God has given you? Ordering your day, my sisters, requires the ability to prioritize things. It requires the ability to discern what is distracting you. It it requires you to determine, is it busy work or is it kingdom business? business? Is it effective time, my sisters, effective time management? See, it requires getting God's heart on what is worth investing time in and what we should not be spending or even wasting time on, my sisters. My sisters, my sisters, my sisters, as with any financial investment, you must ask what kind of return your time, your investments are yielding. Yes, time. We're talking about time, time, time. Time spent is cost. And you must be mindful, my sisters, of the benefit you are exchanging for the cost that you are incurring. I said earlier, my sisters, doing this podcast, that God is a God of order. And we experience that God is a God of order by consistently of the seasons, the tides, the solar orbits. And we can order our lives because we know with accuracy the sun will set and will rise again. And we know that because the seasons will change, the tides will turn, and the planets will rotate on their axis. There is cadence and rhythm to our lives because of the order God has put into place through the universe in which we are suspended 
and the nature within we dwell, my sisters. From the ecosystem to the solar system, God has set into motion patterns that we can study and document through what we call science. So I just want to encourage you today, my sisters, know that God is a God of order. And know that everyone in the universe has been given the quantity, the same quantity of time. We all get 24 hours a day. What are you doing with your time, my sisters? Once you arise in the morning, how are you honoring your day? Are you, are you asking God to give you wisdom? Are you taking an account that this day that the God has given you not to squander it, are you uh, taking in, into account, my sisters, that God provided the ultimate example of effective time and management in the book of Genesis? In six days, God created the earth and everything in it. And on the seventh day, he rested. What are you doing on your seventh day? It all went according to God's plan. There was an order to when and how he created what and when, a succession, a progression to how he developed organism and species. God did not waste his resources. He did not waste his time, my sisters. Are you wasting your resources or are you wasting your time? Or are you purposely, consciously folding your life on this planet, my sisters? I am, my sisters. I'm in my fourth quarter. I'm in the fourth quarter of my life. I'm in the fourth quarter of ending this year. And just like Noah, Joseph, and Moses, and David, all of them were men of honor and order. They were disciplined. They were dedicated. They submitted themselves to God's command. They were bold. They were courageous because they understood the power of a divine hierarchy and authority. They followed orders, knowing the power available and submitting to God. Even Solomon, my sisters, he understood the importance of ordering, of order, my sisters, when he meticulously, meticulously followed God's instructions and chain of command in building the temple. Yes, order is a condition, my sisters, in which freedom from disorder or disruption maintained through structure, systems, and protocol. Whenever there is a lack of order, rank, or command chain, whenever protocol is not present, or whenever a code of conduct is not perceived or understood, it brings about emptiness and a lack of purpose and meaning. If your life is characterized by confusion, my sisters, then my prayer for you today is that you have a life that's not full of confusion or conflict or frustration or lack of direction. I pray for you today, my sisters, that you have everything that you need. I pray for you today, my sisters, that you are ordering your day, that you are prioritizing your time, that you're taking your time on this earth very serious, my sisters. I pray that you have direction, meaning, an insight. Yes, my sisters, that you are not deficient in any area of your life, especially the area of order. Because, my sisters, where there is no order, there is no light. A land as dark as darkness itself, as a shadow of death without any order. See, my sisters, until we decide to reverse the perpetual cycle of disorder, we will continue to experience the cycles of defeat and failure. So take control of your day today, my sisters. Take control of your day.
You're in your fourth quarter, my sisters. Do not miss out on the rewards of well-managed time. Order is what gives you freedom to be creative. Order gives you the peace of mind you need to tune into God's supernatural frequencies and tap into his divine inspiration. Without order, my sisters, we will become distracted with cares and concerns of this life that you cannot steal your mind to hear God's voice. It becomes impossible to imagine, to envision when you are overextended and stressed out. You need to schedule time today, my sisters, today to purposely paint the canvas of your life by investing in a creative dreaming. Stop to think today, my sisters, and order your time. Stop to think today, my sisters, and order your time. And know that your words have power. And if you want your life to change, it all starts with with what you think and what you say, my sisters. Know that I'm standing in the gap for my sisters that cannot stand for themselves. Know that I'm praying for you, my sisters. Know that I am my sister's keeper. Know that I am here for you to encourage you to put meaning and purpose back into your life. When you positively direct your thoughts, when your words and your actions toward realization of your goal. Begin each day, my sisters, by commanding your morning, by commanding what you want out of this life. Begin it with God and his principles that have no end. It has no end, my sisters. Thank you for tuning in to the podcast of Let's Talk with the Good Doctor. Make sure you share this podcast. I know it is someone out there that you know that needs to hear this information that I'm giving you, my sisters. Make sure you share this podcast with another sister, even with another brother. But share this podcast. Get it out to the universe, my sisters, so that we all can learn how to order our day and that we can begin to unleash the power of God into our life. God bless you all. This is the good Dr. Lisa Talley. I'm here to empower you, to encourage you, my sisters. Know that your words have power. Until next time. Until next time, my sisters. Order your day and know that I love you. Hello, 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 everyone out there. Thank you for tuning in to the podcast of Let's Talk with the Good Doctor. Yes, honey, let's talk with the good doctor. You know, this is the ending part of 2019, my sisters. Yes, it's winding down, and it's going to be 2020 in a month or so. So today, my sisters, I just want to talk to my sisters. I want to talk to you personally. I want to talk to you confidingly in you today, my sisters. I want to talk to you about less of me and more of you. Yes, less of me and more of you. Because, my sisters, selfishness ruins relationships. It is the number one cause of conflict, arguments, divorce, and even war. I was reading in James chapter 4, verses 1, and it says, What causes fights and quarrels among you? Don't they come from your desire that battle within you? You see, my sisters, every trouble starts because of our self-centeredness. Yeah, I said it, our self-centeredness. 
And so at the beginning of any relationship, we work really hard at being unselfish. We give all of ourselves to that relationship. But as time goes on, my sisters, selfishness creeps in. Mm-hmm. And we tend to put more energy into starting and building relationships than we do in maintaining them. You see, it's easy, my sisters, to start a relationship. It's easy to get married, my sisters. It's easy, but what do you do when you have to really maintain that relationship? Well, you have to love when they're unlovable. When it's going to be some days when you're in a relationship, whether it's a friend relationship, whether it's a marriage, when you really don't like that person at all, what do you do? Because it's hard to maintain it. It's hard, my sisters, when we give all of ourselves into our relationship. We put all of the energy and we start building relationships. But what do we do to maintain what we have built? If selfishness ruins relationships, then it's selflessness that makes them grow. What does selflessness mean? It means less of me and more of you. It means thinking of others more than thinking of ourselves and putting another person's needs before your own. According to Philippians 2 and 4, yes, selfishness brings out the best in others. It builds trust in a relationship. In fact, if you start acting selfishness in a relationship, it forces that other person to change, my sisters. Ding, 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 ding. It forces them to change. You see, once you're not the same person anymore, that person has to relate to you differently. And some of the most unlovable people are transformed when someone is kind and selfless toward them, when they are given what they need, not what they deserve. Hear me well, my sisters, when they are given what they need and not what you think they deserve. And so the Bible says in Galatians 6, 7, and 8, the person who plants selflessness, ignoring the needs of others, ignoring God, harvests a crop of weeds. And all have to show for his life is weeds. But the one who plants in response to God, letting God's spirit do the growth work in him, harvests a crop of real life, eternal life, my sisters. That's from the message Bible. This is the biblical principle of sowing and reaping, my sisters. So what you sow this week, what you sow for the rest of your life, you're going to reap. And God rewards selflessness with eternal life, my sisters. He has wired you and the whole universe so that the more unselfish you are, my sisters, the more he blesses you. Why? Because he wants you to become just like him, a God of unselfish. Everything you have in this life, my sisters, is a gift from God because he was unselfish with you. So remember, as you go this week, my sisters, remember, if God was unselfish with you, then who are you to be selfish with someone else? Don't give them what you think they deserve, my sisters. 
give them what they need. And sometimes they just might need love. And if you have to love from afar, then give them that love from afar. Because you experience the deepest fulfillment when you give your stuff away. Jesus said, only those who throw away their lives for my sake and for the sake of the good news will ever know what it means to really live. Mark 8 and 35. Talk it over this week, my sisters. Talk it over this week, my sisters. Talk it over. Talk it over. And meditate on this for me. What is the hardest thing for you to give to someone else? And then, my sisters, I want you to meditate on this. How can you practice giving that thing away this week? And what ways has God blessed you, my sisters, when you have been unselfish? Know that I love you. Know that I'm standing in the gap for my sisters that cannot stand for themselves. Know that you, because God loves you unselfish, my sisters, that you must too learn how to give them what they need and not what they deserve. Talk it over this week, my sisters. Talk it over. Talk it over. And practice giving that thing away this week. Until next time. Until next time. This is the Good Doctor Lisa Talley. The podcast of Let's Talk with the Good Doctor. Where we are empowering women to unleash the power of God into your lives, my sisters. Unleash the power of God into your lives. And know that your words have power. If you want your life to change, my sisters, it all starts with what you think and what you say. Be blessed. Until next time, know that I love you.